0: I have heard the term over the years that there are people that say I don't sell Khamit Gomor I do sell chametz gamur, right? They do or don't sell certain types of chametz. So what's that all about? Why would some people not sell cookies or cereal or things that are bread or things that that are absolutely chametz? Frozen waffles. I don't know why that came to mind. And why would other people yes sell these things that are uh, that are chametz gamur? What's the issue? Meaning If you hold that the mechiras chametz works, it works. If you hold it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Why would it work partially and not? Entirely, So it's, it's important to understand the notion of Ha'arama. The concept of Ha'arama is that, w- that we employ some sort of legal fiction, some sort of loophole in order to get around a halacha. Is one supposed to do a Ha'arama? Is it appropriate to engage in Ha'arama? It would seem that Mechiris Hametz is a giant Ha'arama, meaning really I'm supposed to destroy all the Hametzs. Yeah, whether Ambi Chametz El or I could destroy Chametz with only burning or with other things as well. But it means physically destroying Chametz. It does not mean selling Chametz. I don't want to have to destroy valuable things. I own a liquor business. I don't. I'm just saying someone could own a, 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 a scotchery, know, a distillery, right? And, and, he's, uh, and he doesn't want to sell all of uh, everything that he's got. So he's gonna, he doesn't want to burn everything that he's got, destroy everything that he's got, so instead he sells it. Is that appropriate? So there is a Gemara in Becharos on Daf Gimlam and Beis. Ironically enough, Daf Yomi will be learning that Daf on the first day of Pesach this year. So the, in Bechor Rostaf Gimlom the Mari tells us that Rav Mari Barachel used to transfer ownership of the ears of his firstborn animals prior to their birth uh, to, to a non-Jew. Um, meaning while they're still in the mother's womb, the, uh, the, the, the ears belong to a non-Jew. And that way the animals didn't have the status of Kedushas Bukhar, Had it not have the status of kedushas Bukhar, because if there's a shutvus between a uh, Jew and a non-Jew, it avoids the status of kedushas Bukhar. Why did he want to do that? Because if the animals were to have kedushas Bukhar, he might mistakenly uh, do an Averu with it. He might shear the animal. You're not allowed to shear an animal as kedushas Bukhar. He might work the animal. You're not allowed to work an animal that has kedushas Bukhar. Now, in reality, he didn't actually use those animals. He didn't shear them. Them. he didn't work them but he was afraid that he might make a mistake he, he gave the animals to Kohanim Ki they were but nevertheless he wanted to be extra safe says the Gemara all of those animals died Rav Mari was punished. He lost all of those animals because he deliberately prevented the firstborn animals from obtaining kedushas Bukhar, and by doing such a harama, he was punished. So Tosos, on the spot, uh, in Dibramaschil de Kamavka, discusses why it is that he was punished. What did he do so wrong? So Tosos explains that in the times... Of the Baliatosis, in the times of the Rishonim, it used to be done all the time that people would sell some portion of a kosher female animal that was about to give birth to a non Jew in order to prevent the firstborn offspring of that female animal from having Kedushas Pachar. So, why did what Rev Mari did, <coughs> excuse me, why is what Rav Mari did any different than what was apparently common practice in the times of the Rishonin? So Tosa says, well, there's a big difference between Rav Mari's Ha'arama and the harama that was done in the times of the Rishonin. In the times of Rav Mari, people still knew how to be, be matil mum on kadshim, on, a, on a firstborn animal, before it ever came out from the womb. And what would that accomplish by being matil mum? The animal would still have kadushas Bukhar, but there would be, which would mean you're allowed to, you, you can then uh, fulfill the mitzvah of giving the buchar to a Kohen. And you would still be able to avoid the iser of gizav avoda of shearing the animal and doing avoda with the animal. So the kohen would uh, have to treat the animal at, with kedushas buchar. Um, I'm sorry, the kohen would have to treat, would have to treat it with kedushas Bukhar and not shear it or work with it. But since it couldn't be brought as a carbon, right, it still would have an iser of gizav avoda by virtue of its kedusha. But since it couldn't be brought as a carbon. Because of its mum, you're allowed to shecht it and eat it. So there was another option in the times of Ramari. Instead of just avoiding kedushas Spachar entirely, what he could have easily done was be matil while it was still bimei imo, and then it will have kedushas Spachar. You'll be able to fulfill your mitzvah of Nisina l'Kohen, and, uh, and, and you don't have to leave it around and can be concerned that you might violate Gizvavodah. You can just shecht it and eat it but uh, Rav Mari prevented the Kedusha from happening entirely, and that you shouldn't do, says Tosos. You should not prevent uh, a mitzvah, the opportunity to do a mitzvah Say A person should not do a harama in order to get out of doing a mitzvah. But in the times of the Balea Tosos, they didn't know how to be matul mum, on a behema bimei imo, on an animal that was still in the uh, in the mother's womb. And therefore, if these Becharos would have Kedusha, they, they would, they, you wouldn't be allowed to shecht it and eat it, because they didn't have Munt. So you, you would risk very strongly the potential of being a violin in Giza Voda. So they would sell the animal to a non-Jew to exempt them from Kedusha's Bukhar and therefore avoid the Isra. So see the difference, as tells us? If you're doing a Haram in order to avoid doing a mitzvah, so that i won't have to do a mitzvah that's a bad harama you're not allowed to do that but if i'm doing a haram in order to avoid an avera i don't want to violate an avera so i'm doing a in order to avoid the risk of an avera that's a good harama you are allowed to do that and that's the difference between selling a bachar in the times of the days of the gemara and selling a, and, and selling a bachar in the times of the days of the re so that is the basis of mechiras chametz mechiras chametz is a ha'arama. But, in, 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 in based on what you know now, is it a good ha'arama or a bad harama? No, what's the rule? What's the definition of a bad ha'arama? If it's avoiding a mitzvah. What's a good ha'arama? If it's avoiding an Israel, what does Machiris Chametz do? L'chaor it avoids an iser. It would be a very good haarabah. The Mechiris is to avoid what iser? Val Yirah, Val Ah, doesn't it also avoid a mitzvah? What mitzvah does it avoid? Bir Chamitz Tashbisu, Mitzvah Sase of Tashbisu. Not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily uh, avoid Tashbisu. Tashbisu just means that you have to physically destroy whatever Chamitz you have left on Erev Pesach. So the Mechiris Chamitz doesn't include... Um, the, the, the doesn't include uh, all of the chametz that you have we always leave out of the chametz the little bit that we're going to burn and we leave that over to then do the mitzvah of with. And that's important, Rav Shakhtar often points out, that a person should try to be careful to burn that chametz after the mechiriz chametz is done. Meaning a lot of times people will take that a little bit of chametz that they're going to burn, they'll burn in the morning before going to work, at like 8 a.m. The rabbi's not holding by mechiriz chametz yet at 8 a.m. He's not selling the chametz till probably like 11 a.m., 10.30 a.m., something like that. So it's, uh, So it's probably best for the rabbi to let everyone know when the chametz has been sold, and then they should f- they should burn their last bits of chametz that they own, and in that way they'll fulfill teshbisu Because if they're burning chametz, some chametz, while they still own a whole bunch of chametz, it's probably not a fulfillment the midst of tashpisu. Rosh Hashanah points out it's even worse. It's probably will make the bracha that they made last night on the Badikas chametz a bracha levatala, because the bracha is al biur chametz. It's not al bedikas chametz. Al chametz, and that means that you're fulfilling the mitzvah of tashbisu. So it might even turn it into a a of so it would seem that that that, that mechiros chametz is a good kind of haramah. The nasivas in the early 1800s started the Minog of selling Jewish-owned animals to non-Jews so that they could eat chametz on Pesach. I mean a lot of times, pets—the only food that pets can eat. Is chametz and this is every year at Mechiris chametz uh, with John Brown, some rabbanim will raise the issue: Are you willing to buy my, you know, the, the dogs or the whatever the cats or whatever the, the pets of the, the birds? Uh, we've had we've had other more exotic pets even uh, of of people in in my shul who uh, who need their their pets to eat chametz. Are you willing to buy the pets? So the nesivos held that this was okay. Uh, the Rav Avram Dovin we Disagreed with that harama, with with using that harama, and it was based on a mishnah in the fourth parak of Meseches Maizresheni. See so a person who redeems his own Maizresheni, what do you do? You have Maizresheni. What do you have to do with Maizresheni? You have to eat it, it, but only in Yerushalayim. I can't schlep all that stuff to Yerushalayim. What am I going to do instead? So, I redeem it for money. I bring that money to Yerushalayim. I spend that money on food in Yerushalayim. If I'm redeeming my own Maish I have to be most of Chomesh. If I have $100 of Maish Hoshini, I need to redeem it for? $125. Right? I have to redeem it for $125. If someone else redeems my Maish you don't have to be most of Chomesh. Says the Mishnah, the owner could ask someone else to redeem Maish Hoshini on his behalf, and that way he'll avoid the Cholmesh requirement. So the Ushalmi in the fourth parakel of says that you we know that this is mutter to do because the Torah has a bracha about someone who redeems Maishasheni ki mm-hmm. So the Yushalmi says that one of the ways that that bracha comes out is through the permission that the owner gives to the other guy to uh, to be to be pulled to the Maishasheni for him. So it's Dafka referring to that specific case it's like, Xeris HaKosov that a harama is mutter in such a case, they can have someone else redeem your rights of you genius, so that you get out of having to pay the extra chomesh. So comes the Rav Avram David the Yeshalav Rav and he says the mashmos of the Yerushalmi is you need a special pasuk to tell you that a is mutter. Without a special pasuk, our is going to be aser the nesivus and the truve nachlus Yaakov disagrees and he says no that drusha is not a real drusha anyway it's only an smachta and, uh, and he said, if it were really an Issa Daraisa to engage in this harama, a drasha of Kivrecha Shemel kecha would not be a strong enough drasha to pot to one from the Cholmesh requirement. And then the Siva says, no, it's mutter to engage in this harama even without a drasha. The drasha was just to explain why the Mishnah would publicize how a person could exempt himself from a Cholmesh obligation. Why would we want to publicize that? Uh, so, you know, if it seems like a harama. So the drasha is, uh is suggested. But based on what we've said, that there's a difference between two types of haramah, a haramah to avoid an hisser, and a haramah to avoid a mitzvah, the Yushalmi might have needed this pasuk to justify the haramah in that case of Maish Why? Because what's the situation of Maish You are avoiding a mitzvah of being poed with, with the extra chomesh. So if you're going to avoid a mitzvah, whoa, we don't like that kind of arama. Maybe that's why the Mishnah requires a, a, a drasha. Maybe that's why the Yushami rather requires a drasha. But in the case of chameitz, where the whole issue is that you're just trying to employ arama to avoid a iser, to avoid an iser, maybe you don't need, need a posse. Then in such a case, the arama is going to be is going to be perfectly fine. So uh, and not only that, the halacha, that if a person neglects to add a chomes, um the, the halacha is that the pidyon is still going to be kosher bed yeved. It's gemarman bab mitziah, uh, daf menun dalar Tosos, mesechas, nidon daf samachvavah beis develops the idea that whenever it comes to dinim daraisa a l'charchila versus a bed only applies to mitzvahs. On a Daraisa level, you only have L'charchil and by mitzvahs. When it comes to a Matir, there's no such thing as a L'charchil and on a Matir Midaraisa. What does it mean, Matir? Matir means it either became motor or not. It's not like, like Shechita is Matir the Basar. Right, now I can eat this basar. Prior to the shechit, it was Evermanachai, now I'm allowed to eat the basar. So there's no such thing as bidiyavit. Is it mutter or is it not? It's, it's, it's not mutter b'diyavet. It's it, it, There's no such thing as a lechalchil and a So uh, that's, that's an indication that the pidiyar maesosheni is in fact. A mitzvah, because the very idea that there's such a thing as the Chachila, you have to be of Chalmish. But the Abbot, if you're not Mosul Chalmish, it still works. So that tells you that it must be that Pidir Myshe is not a matir, it is a mitzvah. And you're not allowed to employ a harama to avoid a mitzvah. You're only allowed to employ a harama to avoid an isr. So Rav Salvechik had a family tradition. And all this, by the way, is, could be found in the new Rav Shechter on the Haggadah that was uh, printed this year by Dr. Alan Weissman. And uh, Rav Salvechik had a family tradition based on the view of the Bechor Shoram, not to sell chametz Gamur, right? Chametz Be'en, but only Taroves chametz. And uh, he used to tell his Talmudim to follow that shita as well. In fact, I believe in Sharab They say that someone asked Rav salvation once, and what do you hold about schnapps? Is schnapps chamitz gomer or is it not ha-mit-gamer? And he said, "Best best you know, better that you don't ask me." Uh, apparently, he held that that, too, was chametz Gomorrah, now that I sell that, which defeats the whole purpose of Mechir's Khamis because the whole reason we came up with the idea of Mechir's Khamis is because people owned distilleries or whatever, and they couldn't get rid of everything. So uh, the chilek the that Rav Salveitchuk is making, though, is based on a sheet of Rabinatam Tam in P'sacham and Dach Membez. Rabinatam holds that the Yisrabali Rabbi Matzev, it's Harovah's chametz is only Midrabanan. For Chametz Be'en, it's Dal Raisa. So uh, Rav Salvechik thought that to employ a HaRama for an is going to be Mutter. But to use a HaRama for an is going to be a problem. The, the, the Sheet of the Bechara shor is based on the Gemara Shabbos Tafkuf Ahmed Amid Beis. The Gemara Shabbos allows the use of a HaRama in the case of an Why? What does the Gemara talk about? The Gemara describes a Talmachacham going to sleep on a boat on Shabbos in order to be able to cross to the other side of the river knowing that the boat is going to set sail while he's sleeping. See, normally there is an Isidra you now not allowed to ride a boat on Shabbos. So, uh, with this Tamil Chacham, he wasn't riding a boat on Shabbos. He went to sleep in a boat, and then the boat rode while he was sleeping. And that was his trick. That was his uh, his harama. But since it was only an Isidra Banan, he was allowed to use such a harama. So that's sort of a salvific thought, that based on that Bechor Shar, so you see that uh, the Bechor Shar from been dying from his Shabbos, that only a... a uh, on a and do we allow harama? But on a doraisa we're not going to allow harama. Sacher's halvichik thought not to sell chametz be'en, only only to sell chametz Ali However, if Sheftel points out that the case of the Gemara is very different than mechiras chametz because it's a different kind of harama. What does the harama accomplish? in the case of the Gemara. At the end of the day, did the guy go on a boat? Did this Tamal Chacham go on a boat on Shabbos? Did he sail on a boat on Shabbos? And the answer is Yes. Meaning, what did he accomplish? What he accomplished is that normally, really, Talmud chacham should be allowed to go on boats on Shabbos. The whole gezerah is where you're afraid, we're afraid you're going to come to build a boat, we're afraid you're going to come to violate some sort of this daraisa. Esa. not be careful. There, there'll be extra zaris and make sure that they're not going to build a boat. But nevertheless, we have to make the Deidim de apply to everybody. But a Talmud Chacham so a Talmud Chacham has to observe Gzeros as well in order to avoid giving the impression that there's this uh, different rules for different people. So so what did the Haramah do? The Haramah made it look like it was a mistake that, uh, that I didn't intend to violate the Gzeros. It looked like an accident and others wouldn't Think that there is some sort of lack of consistency in din that they only apply to certain people and not to others. But the harama in this case was was can only be on a din because it's something that that where where that din was in fact violated. That's why we're only going to allow a harama and a din in that case. But when you sell chametz, guess what? You know who the real owner of your chametz is. Not you. The owner of your Chametz is the guy. So you actually didn't violate anything. So it could very well be when you use Haramah by Mechiros Chametz, there's no violation by, uh, by at all. It's, it's using this legal fiction, this loophole, and the Haramah in such a way would be fully acceptable whether the violation is an or an Isidar So two tzadim to, to be making and why it is that we do Mechiros Chametz. First of all, we said that you're allowed to employ a Haramah in order to avoid an isser, you're just not allowed to employ arama in order to avoid a mitzvah. And second, we said, that even if you're using arama in order to avoid an isser, the Becharshor has this chiddish, but you shouldn't use haram to avoid an isser tal So he said, no, 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 that, that's based on the Gemara in Shabbos that talks about using arama to avoid an isser where you're still going to be in violation of the isser. That you can't do on a din raisa. But when you can use our Ramah and then not be in violation of the Isser, you can do that on the Dindal Raisa as well. So that's why many, many people do not have a problem selling chametz Gamor, and I would bet if you were to take a poll of your Shul Rabbis, they all probably, in their Mechira, allow for, or 90% of them uh, allow for selling of chametz Gamor, even though many of them are Talmidim of, or Talmidei Talmidim of Rav Salvechik, who had this uh, Hakpada not to sell Gamur Gamor.